0: Hello and welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Up podcast. My name is Celeste, and today I'm joined by Kevin Shill, who studied abroad in Quito, Ecuador, during the fall 2022 semester. Thank you for joining me today, Kevin. Would you please introduce yourself?
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin. Uh, this is my third year at Saint Norbert, and I'm a chemistry and Spanish majors here. No minor. No minor. No wow.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, so, first question for you: Why did you choose Ecuador?
1: Um. My freshman year here at St. Norbert, uh, one of my RAs had studied in Ecuador the semester before, Mm -hmm. uh, and he was also a Spanish major and wound up telling me a lot about uh, his semester there. And then last spring, the Spanish language TA, uh, Claudia was also from Ecuador and wound up telling me a lot about um, the school, because it's the same school that she studies at. And there was just a lot of people I met throughout my first two years here that were encouraging me to go there.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, So you are a chem major. A lot of people in STEM have a hard time studying abroad for a full semester and often opt for um, J-terms or summer global seminars, which are a lot less time. So how did you make a full semester work, like, credit-wise and requirement-wise for your major? Mm -hmm
1: yeah um since I had the Spanish major it was required to go to abroad for a semester mm-hmm. and I came in with it my freshman year so I kind of started planning since semester one uh but the big issue was just that a lot of the the science classes are a two semester sequence right so I wound up taking the two semester sequence courses that I would need to have taken this year all last year uh, so I could free up a whole semester to go abroad and okay. not be missing a co-requisite for, uh, for something or a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Um, just took some planning Yeah. very early from coming
0: in. Yeah, well, that's nice, that's good. Um, okay, so speaking of classes, how many did you take while you were there and what were they?
1: Well, I was there, I took five classes for my Spanish major. I took Latin American cinema, Latin American literature, latin american literature and cinema um different yeah okay <laughs> um general <laughs> psychology and um ecuadorian culture
0: cool Did, which one was your favorite
1: ooh probably latin american literature and cinema the combined the combined one okay because <laughs> um, i was the only international student in that one. Oh, cool uh, And it was definitely the hardest class I took, Mm -hmm. um, just because we were reading, like, full-length novels. Oh, right. um, Which is a little different than the courses that are kind of geared for international students. It's a little bit more – the workload is a little bit –
0: Yeah, lighter. Lighter. Yeah.
1: Um, But that was definitely my favorite class and a class that I made some cool friends in.
0: Nice. So you went to school. It was, like, a local – like, local – college students went there from Ecuador?
1: Mm-hmm. From all too. over the country. So it was like, it's one of the top universities in Ecuador. So mm-hmm. a lot of students from across the country will get an apartment in Quito or in the Quito area yeah, uh, and then um, go to school there. So a lot of students were from other parts of the country, but were all living around. And it was a commuter campus. So everyone oh, cool. kind of lived either in the city or a suburb.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Mine was just international. So it was like only Americans there, which was like mm-hmm. nice, but also...
1: I oh, don't know, interesting different. Mm-hmm.
0: Um so what were your living arrangements there?
1: Mm-hmm. I lived uh in in the city in Quito with a host family. Uh mm-hmm. it was just a host mom um and a host brother. Um they were both um, adults with mm-hmm. their own lives and jobs. Mm-hmm. So uh my host mom was in her 70s and my host brother was in her, his 40s. Um and we had a host dog as well, Aww. a German Shepherd. Cute. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes to get there in the morning because uh, I had an early start to my day.
0: Would you take like a bus?
1: Yeah, okay. so I would take the bus, it was 20 minutes to get there. And then I always wound up getting stuck in rush hour traffic on the way mm-hmm. back. So it was yeah. like 40 minutes. Oh, that sucks. Um, getting back. But it mm-hmm. was. Really close. And the buses are really great there. So.
0: Yeah, they're good in Spain, too. It was really super, super easy to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, So would you say that your Spanish improved while you were in, in Ecuador? I'd say
1: for sure. <laughs> Just living with a host family that, you know, they spoke French and Spanish, but I... But no English. I don't speak any French, so that wasn't very helpful
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, for me. But since it was the only language that we really had in common to communicate and i was living with them all the mm, time right uh at first it was a little bit slow the conversation right. just while i was getting more into the swing of things yeah but by the end of the the semester i could kind of talk through my whole day yeah. tell stories um definitely wound up getting better like in conversational spanish
0: yeah yeah
1: um and i definitely reading and um and listening too but i feel like Getting more confident with conversational Spanish, yeah. where it's not all academic and it's more, I don't know, how people communicate in the real world. Right. felt like it was more recognizable, yeah. the, the change that was happening. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, maybe an assignment would take me five minutes less to do after right. I got more yeah. used to to reading. But being able to hold a conversation and talk to people, tell stories, I think was a better test of, yeah, you know, my skills getting better.
0: Yeah. Same... Outside of like the same for me, definitely. Um, okay, so did you did you do any traveling within Ecuador or outside of Ecuador, like any other countries?
1: I didn't go to any other countries, but I traveled all over mainland Ecuador. I didn't wind up going to the the coast, um, but I went uh, like in the mountainous region in the Andes. Mm-hmm. I went to the Amazon for a week. That's and cool. then I did my fall break in the Galapagos Islands, which was... Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. And I think it's kind of controversial. It's Ecuadorian territory, but it's really, really far from the mainland. It's like Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was really far. And then it was a long plane ride. But that was for sure my favorite place I went.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to go there. It seems really cool. Okay. um, What was your favorite Ecuadorian dish? Traditional, local? Mm.
1: My favorite dish that my host mom made me was probably either a locro, which was like a potato soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, she made pretty good shrimp ceviche too. Ooh. And the way that she would always do it, it was in like a tomato sauce and mm-hmm. she would put tons of popcorn in it. Popcorn? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: so it wasn't something I'd ever had before. Right. So that was probably my favorite thing my host mom made me. But I wound up going to Cañar with Claudia, the Spanish mm-hmm. TA from last spring. Yeah uh and staying with her and her family for a weekend and uh we made uh we made some guinea pigs oh uh, so yes. that was really really a Classic. cool experience because you know we got to see how to make it from start <laughs> to finish
0: yeah
1: uh, that was probably the coolest thing i ate yeah. I, I thought it was the coolest thing and was i it had good? the most fun it was cooking good? it yeah it was i loved good. it we okay. had it with potatoes and beans
0: yeah
1: we got to see them running around beforehand oh my and god
0: then... that's <laughs> kind of traumatic <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean it was I've never seen my food running around before. Yeah. Um but An it was experience. a really, really cool yeah, experience because yeah. cool. I've never done that. Okay.
0: Okay. Um what was your favorite? I know you said you have a couple of favorites you already mentioned, but what was your favorite memory from abroad? Not that tell me it's not the guinea pig thing.
1: <laughs> I think it's definitely while I was in the Galapagos. Okay. Uh we did like a snorkel and boat tour of one of oh, the cool. islands. Yeah. And we ended uh, like that tour. We were like maybe I don't know how far out, but it was like open ocean, mm-hmm. uh, like 60 meters deep, uh, and there was like this big rock sticking out that we were kind of swimming around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was my fa- sharks are like my favorite animals, sharks and beluga whales, and you know no beluga whales down no. in. No down there. Wouldn't so think. I had to settle for sharks. Right. Uh, but I had never really seen any. It was my first time ever in the ocean. Um, ever so, in your life? Yeah. Wow. A problem, so. uh, but I was just kind of swimming around looking and then I saw him, like there was like a pack of eagle rays like big rays mm-hmm. that are spotted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I like looking at them and then all of a sudden like from under them came like this huge hammerhead shark uh and it it was crazy no it was just swimming around but I'd never seen a hammerhead and it was the biggest shark I saw there the the whole time that one was really cool
0: did you see any other types of sharks
1: Mm -hmm. lots of I saw like five kinds oh my gosh I've only ever seen a souvenir t-shirt with every kind of shark there that's cool yeah
0: I've only ever seen is it nurse shark the ones that like stay on the like the bottom feeders yeah Yeah. I've only ever seen that it's like not cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyway
1: definitely that Like sharks.
0: Sharks, cool. Sharks for sure. Okay. Um, So final question. If you could say anything to a student that is on the fence about studying abroad to convince them to do it, what would that be? Mm.
1: There are so many reasons to go. I think think more than anything, since I was the only St. Norbert student there, it was like a really cool experience for me to get like another fresh start and another cool experience where I'm getting to meet a ton of new people. Mm-hmm. Cause for most people, it's normally, you know, your high school friends that you grew up with all the time. And then some people go away to school and right. then, you know, you make a, a different group of friends. Uh, and I thought it was just a really, really cool experience to get that opportunity again, to mm-hmm. make a brand new group of friends. And I mean, we're still all in contact with each other mm-hmm. and maybe that'll change right, eventually right, right. in time, but um, I think just having another opportunity to get another fresh start, meet a ton of new people, make friends, and mm-hmm. especially in like a cool place that you've never been before yeah. where everyone's kind of in the same boat, I think it made it even easier to make friends and connect yeah. with people. So,
0: That's super cool. I think
1: it's just an awesome opportunity to to get a second fresh start. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. All right. Well, that was all the questions I had. Do you want to add anything else before I close out?
1: Um. Nothing jumps out of okay. me, so probably not.
0: Okay, sounds good. Um, all right, thank you so much for joining me, Kevin. I appreciate it. Um, just a reminder to anyone listening that the applications for fall 2023 close on March 1st, so get to it. Thanks for listening. Peace out.